And it is the Kerrville Podcast, formerly known as the Kerrville Small Business Network Podcast. And here's the thing. Uh, we love our small businesses. We're all about small businesses. We're all about helping small businesses. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. But at the same time, there are some other areas that, that need some attention as well. So just being the Kerrville Small Business Network podcast, that kind of limited us to just small businesses. It did. Well, what if somebody out there really needs some help in the community? You know, That's a good point. And it's a lot easier. That and also, it's a lot easier to remember Kerrville podcast versus Kerrville Small, small business, business Network podcast. So uh, John and I were talking the other night and we decided let's go ahead and make the flip. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Right after the decision was made, Mike's like, "Okay, I'm gonna make a website," and then he like texts me a link three minutes later. It's all done and beautiful. Curvillepodcast.com. Yep. And uh, man, we can have anybody and everybody. Anything that's going on, um, we could spread the word on certain topics. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If there's another uh, political campaign going on, right. man, we can have a debate right here. We can. You know, yeah. like it's, it's the Kerrville yeah. podcast. It's yeah. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. It so is. we are the podcast that is uh, all about Kerrville now. Yeah. So small businesses included, though. That's Absolutely. still part of it. So, all right. Uh, today's guest, uh, John Barrera, do you want to go ahead and introduce today's guest? It's Miss Leslie Fisher, the sales finance manager now yes, at Destination yes. Cycles. Thank you for coming and adding value to the Now Curvo podcast. Thanks for thanks for having me, you guys. I know it was kind of kind of a uh, song and dance because had a lot of things going and had to reschedule. And that's but okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But glad glad we got it all figured out and that I'm able to be here. Yeah, and we're very grateful that you're here as well. So uh, thank you so much, Leslie, yeah. for for coming on the. You're the actually the first guest on the Curvo podcast. On the, I, I know. Yeah, on the all new Curvo podcast. So. Love being first. Super cool. So, John, you want to go ahead and ask the first question here? Yes. Um, so, we were just talking before uh, the podcast actually started, and yes. you said, so Destination, it's, it's a great place, motorcycles, ATVs, mm-hmm. all kinds of in between, but you graduated from a sales associate to a sales manager? I, I did. I did. Um, I know you and I had spoke on the phone when we first set this all up, and you kept telling me, you're such an interesting person, and all I can think to myself is, I'm really not that interesting, but okay. Um, but yes, uh, I'm not a native of Texas. I moved here from Minnesota, and we can go into history too later. But uh, yeah, I started at at Destination just as a sales associate. Um, and to be completely honest, and they'll probably listen to this too, when I took the position, I actually took it going, I need a job. I didn't think necessarily anything of it. I'd never done sales before. Well, a lot of a lot of times when people do that, they mm-hmm. they do take a position because they need a job. The, the, right. The first uh, position I took in radio was a sales position. I wanted to be on air, but I took the sales position because right. I wanted the job. Right, because you need money in your pocket because yeah. bills yeah. come every month, regardless. Um, so I took it, you know, and just really thinking, okay, well. You know, growing up in Minnesota, you know, been on snowmobiles, ATVs, side by side. I mean, it's pretty common up there to do so. And I'm like, well, I know this, you know, coming from my previous career in animal control and everything, I'd been burnt out on that. And I'm like, okay, well, I need a job. So took it and I was like, okay, I can do this. And it just kind of went from there. It turns out not only can I do it, 
I enjoy doing doing it, Mike. You know, I've been in here a bunch of times. Oh yeah, you've, yeah. You've seen me at different events. It's, I actually have fun with it. And, um, and you can tell, you know, you can tell when somebody's into something. Yes. And when they aren't, when yes. they're just there. And Leslie is always into it. She's right. always having a good time. <laughs> and, and we Seriously, we, we do at Jam Broadcasting, yeah. we look forward to being around Leslie. Oh, like, like thank the, you. The golf, the, like the go-kart at the expo. <laughs> oh, my God. That was hilarious. I mean, Dude, what fun. did you ever yeah. do with that video? You were supposed to send that to me. I never saw that video after the fact. It's in the did vault. That go, I was going to say into a vault, into, <laughs> into a volcano. No, it's, no it's, uh, it's, well, I got a new phone, so yeah. I, it's on the iCloud. But okay. I think I got it downloaded. Yeah, I'll send it over yeah, to you. Yeah, you gotta get that to me. So, For the listeners, what happened with so the go-kart? Justin McClure and I ended up in this go-kart, driving this go-kart around the parking At the, the business parking. expo. At the business expo. <laughs> We're driving this go-kart it in the great. inside. Yep. On it the inside, not, not like on the front, but in the back part, yep. you know, at it the was business great. expo. It was hilarious. They're both just smushed into yeah, this go-kart, and it was it was funnier than all get out. There it was really a, was. Another Man. square inch of space no, inside no. of this go-kart. I'm pretty... I, I, we almost had to like it was almost to the point where I was wondering if we were gonna have to like you know grease them up before getting them in <laughs> Get there. Him, yeah, Get so we could slide up. into it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was man. hilarious though. Y'all should have posted that to your Facebook. See, I, I know he has the video. He does yeah, have it, the video. I do have the video. Yeah. I'll get it over to All you. Right. Yeah. All right. But, so. You know, or at the e-bike event that you guys did down at Louise Hayes Park. I saw that. L- Leslie was was into that, too. You're, yes. you're always, it's like you enjoy working. Right. And and, and, and I can relate to that because mm-hmm. I'm the same way, you know, with the gig that I have. I enjoy it. Yep. I love every second of it. And right. it, it's really great when you can see somebody that really enjoys what they do as much as you do. Right. Yeah. And like I said, you know, taking the sales associate position and learning not only about the industry, but my, my own strengths. And I... I am a firm believer this is something, I mean, to get a little bit into the history, you know, growing up, the the girl in high school and everything, I was always that girl that got along with everybody, but to be completely honest, and I will admit it, I really had no drive or motivation for myself. So I was always that person that was, you know, well, Leslie's a great girl. She's not going to really amount to anything, but she's awesome. And even through late teen years into early 20s, I went to college four times. Wow. Four times. Um, First, because parents push you when you get out of high school, pick something, blah, blah, blah. So first as an administrative assistant. And I was like, don't like it. Dropped out. Okay. And then floated through life again, just kind of skating by. And then it was, okay, well, I should do something. So went in for business management and marketing and advertising. I really enjoyed that, but unfortunately life got in the way with family dropped out. Went yeah. back to school again, um, this time for paralegal. Absolutely hated that, dropped out. And then finally I went in for um, like a vet tech and hated that, dropped out. So at that point in my life, I was like, well, this is that. I'm just going to be the, you know, forever party girl, whatever, just float through life. Um, but with that being said, it was really, it was really, I guess, when I hit my 30s. Okay? And all through life, all through the 20s, just floating on by, doing my thing. 20s are still kind of figuring out what <laughs> right. you're going to do. And you know? yeah. now, now I'm actually, um, next week, I actually, well, in two weeks, but next week I'm celebrating. On October 13th, I turned 40. And no way. Yeah. On October 13th? October 13th. That's I my mom's 40. birthday. This is the best day ever, Mike. <laughs> it is, it yeah. Is. Every once in a while, is. it's a, on a Friday. a Friday. Is it this year on a Friday? No. Okay. No, it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. So, okay. Yeah. But um, 
with that being said, it's really, I kind of had this epiphany and it all actually came about when I moved to Texas and took this job and everything that I don't truly believe any human being, no matter how successful they are or how driven they are or even how unmotivated they are. It could be that that dude that you sent next to in school in high school that was just a complete stoner at that point. I truly 100% believe that nobody truly finds themselves or ever truly grows up until you are later in life. You know, because yeah. I didn't come into my own until my mid 30s. And even then it was still constantly learning. But uh, yeah, I'm glad so, you said that it can get depressing you know, being right. at the later stage of your 20s and, and like, I don't know, I, I haven't had, I don't have my trade. I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. And people are pressuring you around yes. you. You know, yes. you're, you know, they have these expectations. Okay. You graduate high school at 18. Now you're going to go into college. You graduate college at 23. Now you're going to get a career. At, at 25, you should be married, have 2.5 kids. Yeah, you know, like you all these plan- expectations. Right. That, and that, I, don't, right. I don't agree with that. I don't I, either. I uh, 100%. Not at all. And so, yeah, when I took this job, kind of in a sense, on a whim because I needed a job, um, I thankfully, and I do think a lot of things with this, is when I took the job, first and foremost, I do want to say Destination Cycle hiring me with no experience in sales, you know, they invested in me okay they they gave me the tools they were patient they showed me the different things they trained me correctly i love where this is going right and um the the minute that happened the minute i finally really one of the very rare times in my life where i had someone backing me someone that looked at me and said oh no you're you're worth a damn and we're gonna show you it really made me blossom And so then, of course, I'm going to take myself and push and motivate myself and put myself outside my own comfort zone, which I did. So I am a firm believer of I don't care how many times you fail. Do not ever not try something. And that's what I did. And I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and, you know, I hit monthly goals and I hit this and I hit that. And I got really good at learning the inventory and this. And then I got promoted to assistant sales manager. And then I got promoted to finance manager. And now I'm at the sales and finance manager. And I did a lot of it. And even, even now, even with the new promotion, there are days I go home and I just want to curl up in a ball and cry because it's yeah. been so stressful or this happened or that happened. But I stopped myself. Thankfully, I have a really good support network with friends and my husband and everything else. Um, but I just keep telling myself, if you don't try, you're not going to get there. So... Uh, I do try to tell people because I have other people that will come up to me and no, I don't think I'm some sort of influencer or motivational speaker by any means. I'm, I'm way too crass and, <laughs> and blunt for that. But no, that's that's actually the best kind right. of motivational. Actually, some of the most crass and blunt people that I've ever seen right. are the best motivational speakers right, that but, I've ever seen. Right. But Absolutely. I, it just really made made me tell these people in the end, you do you do have to try and you can even if everyone around you thinks you're nothing but a screw up or a failure or whatever, if you can push yourself, even with all that, it's going to sound so cliche. You can do anything you want to do. Literally anything, anything, you know, and uh, yep. Uh, you know, analogy time here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, imagine a toddler learning how to walk for the first time. Right. You know, you talk about failing and failing in life. Well, mm-hmm. what if that toddler, uh, after, you know, keeps trying to get up and, and walk and it keeps falling down and mm-hmm. I just fell on my uh, fell again 
Right. And I just felt again, what if that toddler just gave up and decided to stop trying to walk and that toddler never walks again? Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the kind of mindset that we have because yes. we are all meant to walk. We are all meant to do great things. Correct. And anybody out there that says that, that you know, it puts caps on people, mm-hmm. don't listen to those people. No. Those people don't know what no. they're talking about. Nope. We're all meant to walk. Right. In our own way. Correct. And, and, you know, it may take you longer than others, but that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, there's no set timeline. So, you know, when you have these people, be it once again, the people around you that love you and they think they're, they mean well, but you know, if they're putting these pressures on you over and over, you need to learn to block them out because yeah. you're going thing. to Negativity. do it. Oh, and yeah. even if it's not negativity, just pushing you, Hey, you're so smart. You need to go to school. You know, if you're not ready or you don't want to go to school for that, don't, Listen to that. You need to follow your own. You can path. end up with a lot of student loan debt as well from <laughs> right that. Here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. here. Yeah, I know. Yes. I, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm with yep. you. I, I get it. You know, and the other thing about that toddler is you can't make that toddler walk. No. No matter what you do, nope. you cannot make that toddler walk. That toddler will walk when it's ready. Correct. At its at their own pace. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna do their thing on their schedule. Um That's a good analogy, yep. man. Yep. And there, I mean there's another part to this too. You know, when I when I moved to Texas, just because, and I kind of explained it to you on the phone when you were asking what I all did in my life and mm-hmm. everything and how I got really burnt out, you know, in the, in the animal control field and all this stuff I had to deal with. Um, when we made the decision to move to D- Texas, which in itself, that was one of those moments where I really said, I'm doing what I want. And I did it very quickly, uh, bought my property in Bandera sight unseen in March and we moved in June. Wow. So it was That's that awesome. Quick. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so when I moved here, one of the things that also went with, you know, when I took the position at Destination and everything else, I, I you were talking about quotes before we started and you had thought up a new quote. Well, there's one, there's, there's two, two things that I really picked up and I live by now and it has made a difference. The first, um, I, I always try to take care of everyone else and make everyone else happy. And I realized that wasn't doing any favors for me. In the end, your happiness has to be top priority. It does. You can't make anyone else happy unless you are happy, be it happy with your emotional state, your men- mental state, your physical state, your geographical state, whatever it is. You need to be happy to make everyone else happy. And the second second thing to that, the quote I really like is, you die once, but you live every day. Mm. So that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And I try to do that at work with Destination also. So... That's awesome. Yep. I can tell you're really passionate about it. Yeah. You know, and if we're, if taking care of everybody else first is one of the most selfish things you can do. Mm -hmm. It is. No, I agree with you 100%. Because then you're dependent on them to take care of you. Right. Because you're so burnt out from taking care of everyone else. You can't take care of yourself. Right. That goes with relationships, uh, jobs. Yep. Coworkers. uh, Parenting. Any relationship. You know, your physical well-being. Yep. You know, yeah, it's so important. And you were saying your your network of people you have. You said you couldn't have done it without the positive support from. Oh yes, and it's it's across the board for me. You know, with with my family, with my friends, with my coworkers, coworkers. Um, really big shout out actually to my general manager Jason Harrod, um, just because he has always been in my corner. You know, every time I was promoted to different things, a lot of times I would ask him, be like, "You're really gonna, you know, you're offering me this." think i do this he goes well 
sure as hell wouldn't bring it up to you if I didn't think you could do right, it. Right, right. I mean, so, you know, yeah, big shout out to him. You think about the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm going to get into sports mm-hmm. here for a second. Think about the St. Louis Cardinals. They have a... I'm a huge Cardinals fan. His analogies. It correlates with this because yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals, they are a uh, world champion baseball team. Right. They just won 17 games in a row. Yep. Which was hasn't been done in the National League since the 1950s. Wow. Right. These players, they're not people that you've heard of. They're not the superstars that, that, they, that they paid for from other teams. They are people that played in the farm leagues underneath mm-hmm. the Cardinals, played in the minor leagues, and they raise these minor league players up to become the major league stars that, that they, they are, are today. Yep. That's yep. Th- that's where you find talent. That's what right. Destination did with you. It's right. about but it's about the seeds, right? You know, and and watching them grow and, and Cor- correct and correct. helping them grow and nurturing those people, right? And you know, in business, Man. um, with Destination, you know, it being such a, you know, it is a, a as you guys know, it's a small family run business i yeah. you know um yeah i didn't Des- know that oh, i thought yeah. it was a franchise so history on destination so bob and sarah key are the owners of destination um they they did start with an auto dealership way way back when that was a long time ago um bob really has always been very passionate about power sports you know he did a lot of traveling on motorcycles and as he was riding around on all his different adventures and things he realized that there was very much a need for a power sports dealership in Hill Country. Yep, in Hill Country. So they started Destination Cycle Sports and uh you know it's been going strong for twenty plus years. But the the big thing about Destination is the fact that they did keep everything so still community oriented yeah. and very small family oriented and everything else. So um but yeah, just like you were saying with the, the sports team, they truly one hundred percent believe in being a small business, their employees are family, and they truly believe in, like you said, pulling up from within the ranks, you know, to nurture and grow. Because honestly, in any business, be it large or small, I think it's it does hold true. And please, you know, fill in or disagree if you want to, but I, I do believe it holds true that good employees complement good business practice mm-hmm. and good business processes, not the yeah. other way around. Good employees complement good business and good processes. And employers do rely on their employees for their reputation. Correct. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. We got Very that on the third so. one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All and right. They, yeah. they invested in you. They they did. And, you know, they didn't have to. That's, that's the whole thing. I mean, when they're hiring for a salesperson, obviously, in a perfect world where the stars align and everything's lined up correctly, they'd get someone that has a bunch of experience and knows exactly what they're doing. They can yeah. just throw them right into the mix. Um, they truly did take a chance on me. They truly, they truly did. They put, they threw their hat in the ring. We'll give her a go. We don't know where where the hell this is going to end up. You know, she's some crazy, crazy chick from Minnesota. But who knows you, animals. you also proved yourself. I'd, I'd like to believe I. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you had to have, you right. had to have proved yourself, right? You know, because back to the Cardinals, they're not going to mm-hmm. pick players that aren't performing. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, they're exactly. they're going to pick people that are performing and doing great. You yep. know, yep. and your attitude, I'm sure, is a uh, major thing when it comes to your your work ethic and your attitude and and loving what you do. Yes. Right. That that's a big one. Is you definitely have to be passionate about what you're doing. I think you would have excelled yeah. in anything, really, because when I first met you, um, you had your energy was just, you know, 
shining off of you. When, yeah. you, when you met me, you shook my hand. How you doing? Right. Your personality does come out and, it, and, and uh, sometimes I find myself in a business setting trying to hold all my personality mm-hmm. in and being like, hello, sir, how are you? you know? Right, trying and to be all stiff and just formal. And I remembered you. I remembered your name. And I'm right. like, man, next time I get a bike, I'm going to destination. <laughs> Good. No, it's the truth. <laughs> well, it really is. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. It's that's, like seeing an advertise, an, a funny ad on TV. Yeah. You're like, man, that was State Farm. You know, like, <laughs> right. I remember State Farm. Is it Right. You represent destination in that way. And, and uh, you well, know, that's why I remember you. you. Yeah. Yeah, no, like I said, destination is phenomenal. I mean, and it's it's not even just on our side of things, on the business side of things with employees. It's, it's the same with customers. Um, customers for us really do also, they become family. And we yeah. invest in our customers too, especially, you know, like you were just saying, getting a motorcycle. So as, as you know, you've been in there, you bought a machine from us. Mm-hmm. My first motorcycle came from destination. Okay, perfect. And uh, ATV... Right. So, and, uh, yeah, you've gotten yeah. a couple things from us. Yeah, um, father. <laughs> right. But so, you know, too, even then, you know, we're still invested even in our customers, be it, you know, from someone who comes in who has never ridden a motorcycle, you know, coming in, they're excited. It, it, you know, we, we help them. A lot of the times they walk in, they know nothing about motorcycles. And that first time they're in, a lot of the times I'm working with them, not even on trying to push them to buy that bike right then and there, but education. You know, yeah, that's it, important too. You know, yeah. is it the right fit? Do you understand what you need? Do you understand the size? Because I'm, I'm sure as heck not going to throw you on a thousand cc crotch rocket when you've never ridden. Right, know? right. Yeah, you hit <laughs> that throttle and yeah, <laughs> yeah. first gear on that bike's too fast for <laughs> so you. Yeah, destination. You know, with that or something as simple as someone buys. Let's let's use you, John. Someone buys an ATV. Okay. And to get this new ATV, we'll follow up, be it through text message or whatever, saying, "Hey, we noticed. You know, you." You're due for a service. Did you know that you have these service intervals on your machine? Here, call so we can explain all this to you. We really try to invest in our customers too because they they become family. Also, it's they need true. to. Y'all did. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> y'all See? did. Yeah, so we we want them to be able to approach us and come in and feel welcome. Yeah, I have customers even now from my very first week as a sales associate that'll come in just to shoot the shit, you know, just yeah. say, hi, what, what's new? And I make it a point, and it, even though it sounds terrible, say, you know, if I have to be at, you know, put notes in my computer about, mm-hmm. hey, you know, wife's anniversary is on whatever. That's important. Birthday, That's so important. You know, things like that. But so when they come in, I have that mental thing going, oh, yeah, you know, John's wife just had a birthday. Hey, how was, how was the wife's birthday? Did you guys do anything crazy? Fun, you know. I mean, money right there and that that falls into also good sales which i'm sure we can yes. touch on too as a business aspect but um we do want customers to feel that they are family i never want them to just think we're another you know big dumb dealership or box store it, you know if we ever get to that point where that's where people see us then we're doing something wrong right right so because you know that human relationship like we talked about all of us with relationships that relationship is important. And if you don't have that in business, then quite honestly, and maybe I'm going to offend people, but if you don't have that in your business, you are failing. Yeah, you do have to. Yeah, that you have to have that. You're failing. Other, hey, otherwise, you're just it. plastic. Yep. So, seriously. You right, know, like and, I said, you're just a big box store. I'm going to start calling you Walmart Junior. I don't know. You know <laughs> I mean? And you know what it's like to walk into family's house. You know, and when you can walk into a business and when you can make it feel for those people like they're walking in the family's house. Right. 
then that's when you know that you're succeeding. Right. That's right. I agree. And that's when the bottom line will show it too. Yep. I agree yeah. 100%. Just don't ask me to borrow money. This podcast kind of ruined me because, uh, <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was just having flashbacks to when I had my bike, you know, yeah. and I, I just envisioned myself pulling into my garage a little while ago on, yeah. on a bike. And with rat on the back? <laughs> I don't know about that. But. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I, I need a video, video of that, that too. <laughs> there, is a, there is a video from a long time ago. I'm sorry. I want to see that one too. Bro. I want that one too. I, didn't mean I just to want all the it. videos. Mike, all like, of them. I'm never showing you another video. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm never telling you guys anything <laughs> ever again. No. Um, one thing you re- you said yes. was remembering things about your customers. I, yes. I do pressure washing. Also. Okay. Okay. So I, I know, uh, I mean, I, so I, I do door to door sales and then mm-hmm. I, I have a relationship with my customers too. Right. And I write down all their little dogs' Just, names, yes. their wife's names, yes. you know, oh, uh, her husband, Bill, has a bad hip. You know, hey, how's right. Bill's hip? I know it's cold outside. You yeah, know? is he doing okay? That yep. goes so far. Yes, it so does. So far. It really does. Very much so. Those, those little things, you know, that to that customer who buys something, you know, from you or whatever, those little things, they, you know... They write them off, not thinking you're going to ever remember because they see you as just another face or a salesperson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you when you're able to pull that up, it really makes them stop and go, "Whoa, this person actually cares." Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's how you create those long lasting customers. Curville's so small, you can't not be that way. Right. You know, you see your customers everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can probably float oh, yeah. by without being that way. But if you want to be uber successful, mm-hmm. let's listen to what Leslie's saying here. Yes. Seriously. Yep. I mean, she knows what she's talking about. Right. Yeah, no, it, it, it really is. Um, And yeah, I mean, like I said, with Destination, they try very hard to be that business. Um, You know, they're very good at helping people. I mean, right right now, it, with everything going on, with everything that happened over the last year, just to the nation with COVID and everything yeah. else. For example, I mean, as you guys know, I was out with it. Um, and like, even now inventory is low. Uh, and that's, that's anywhere, be it wood, lumber, yes, trucks, cars, right. inventory yeah. is low. Scary. Um, you know, with everything that's happened, service, our service department is backed up. Um, still having those, having already built a lot of those relationships with our customers on the business level destination i feel excels because of the fact that we already have those relationships built so people are a lot more aware and understanding of what's going on right um you know if we if they want to get a new machine let's say they want to get a side by side we tell them okay well it's going to be a few months they understand because we've been talking and we built that relationship they're like yeah that's cool you're awesome you made sure i understood everything yeah. you know service you know, you know customer calls in um i need to get my machine serviced well we're you know we're backed up right now four to six weeks uh we can get your name on the schedule and give you a buzz if someone for whatever reason cancels or what and they're like oh yeah that's cool why well, you know i only have my machine serviced with you guys you know so, yeah that's I mean, awesome yeah. Right, you get so, that loyalty. Correct, yes. it builds loyalty. Correct. Is what and it does. Destinations, like I yeah. can definitely say, that's one thing they do get from their customers, and I'm very proud of, and I'm actually very proud to be a part of it. Is we have that loyalty from people, and that's huge. You yeah. know, it's huge. You were saying letting people know on wait mm-hmm. times and stuff. Uh, Uber put out a statistic that 
their customers, the Uber is so successful, they're Uber successful because their customers would rather wait 10 minutes knowing where the cab is, knowing their, knowing their driver's on their way. Oh, he's at a stoplight. Right. That's cool. I'll uh, pop a hot pocket in the microwave. Then waiting five minutes, not knowing where their cab yeah, is. Knowing. Oh, he's not coming. Did mm-hmm. he already pull up and leave? Mm-hmm. Right. Knowing, yeah. being like, hey, look, I know it's going to be an extra week for your part to come in, but right. I want you to know that it's on its way. Right. We didn't forget about you. It's We're not communication. Hey, yes. there we go. Communication is key. Yeah. It's anything in life. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, uh, this is going to wrap up episode 28 of the Curveful Podcast. Thank you so much, Leslie, yeah, for coming in today. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, and, John. Uh, thanks, Mike. Make sure that you share this and, and let other people know about the Curveful. This is Curveful's podcast. Right. This is Curveful. So, yeah, uh, anybody's welcome. You yeah. know, yeah, let us know. Book it up with John, book it up with myself, and we'll get you on the podcast here. And uh, let's just make this the biggest thing that's ever hit Curveful. So, all right. Well, that's going to go ahead and, and wrap up this one. We'll have another one out for you Tuesday. Thank you so much again, Leslie, with Destination Cycle. Thanks, you and, guys. Uh, I go, appreciate it. Go see her at Destination Cycle. What's the address? Yeah, uh, Destination Cycle is 3341A Loop 534, right here in beautiful Kerrville, Texas, down from Tavi High School. All right. That's going to go ahead and wrap this one up. KerrvillePodcast.com. Also, Kerrville Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more. And, of course, KerrvillePodcast.com. All right. Have a good one.